This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. An Odyssey station. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios. Where relationships matter. This is Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour. The mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes. Mark. Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. I'm Mark Cumberland along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Dan? I'm doing fabulous, Mark. Just fabulous. How are you? I'm very good. And we're excited to be here every Saturday at 1 o'clock on WPHT Talk Radio 1210. If you want to ask us a question about mortgages, residential, commercial, real estate, whatever your real estate need is, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. We're here every week just to keep you guys informed on what's happening in the real estate market because the media does not talk about it. And it is booming. And you can listen to this show and the past shows at our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today? I'm so glad you asked, Mark, because coming up on today's show, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. Yep. We also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Your mortgage options during a divorce. Ooh. Yeah, this has come up a lot this last couple of weeks, so I thought we should touch on it. All right. And Mark, we also have a special guest today. We have Chris Sample. He is president of Philadelphia Metropolitan Board of Realtists. And he's very going good. to talk about Realtors Week, which is coming up. All right, very good. We also have our questions. How can I find out how much my house is worth? There are no comparables in my area. The next question is, where can I get information about the asking prices of properties that have sold during the last six months? Next question is... At least some sellers are getting arrested. Yeah, about time. How do you know whether the price of a home per square foot is reasonable or if you are about to make a bad decision? Square foot. All right. Next question is, my house recently went into escrow. That was supposed to last for 60 days. One week before closing, we were notified by the real estate agent that the house did not appraise. Now what? Mm, That's a good one. We have our topic of the day, a stress-free buying experience. And that's good. You could just put my website in there and call it a day, mortgagemom.net, and there you go. That's the answer to that question. That's the answer to that question. But Mark, first, give us your motivational quote. 
And the motivational quote is, if you want it to happen, you must make it happen. If you let it happen, you won't like what happened. So don't be sitting on the railroad tracks, getting running over by the train, make something happen. It's like the B bus. You're either going to be on it or be under it. That's right. So where are we at? So where are we at? So Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is Frank's bell. So what I want to start it out with, this is what's happening in New York, Los Angeles, uh, San Fran, and Chicago. New York and New Jersey City have lost 385,455 people. Los Angeles, Long Beach, Anaheim have lost 204,776. San Fran has lost 130,000 people. And Chicago has lost over 120,000 people. That's like all this movement and the taxes and the crime. These people are fleeing to Florida, Arizona, Texas, and the big transitions on. And I just figured I'd put that out there because the news isn't playing all this stuff up. And there's a lot of movement. And Jersey was included in that little group, too. I wonder so why. Anyway, the big group that's wanting to become homers at advanced age than many of their predecessors uh, and encountered abnormally high number of obstacles getting there, millennials, are now driving the housing market. The 2022 Home Buyer and Seller Generational Trend Report from National Association Realtors says millennial block now aged 21 to 40... 23 to 41 are accounting for more transactions than any other group. 43% of home sales up from 37% a year ago. Nor also found that first-time home buyer, buyers among younger generations is on the rise. Four out of five younger millenniums, those 31 years or younger, are purchasing for the first time. Just under half of the older millenniums were first-time home buyers. Wow. Baby boomers made up the largest share of home sellers at 42%, although the percentage of millennial sellers is on the rise, increasing four percentage points to 26% over the last year. So some millennials are already bought and selling. Yeah. It's now more likely for older millennials, 32 to 41, to be a first-time seller than a first-time buyer. Mm. That's an interesting number. Mm. Debt is the problem for many homeowners, and the report says the Gen Xers now 42 to 56, and younger baby boomers aged below 65 delayed their home purchases the longest five years due to debt. Younger millennials had the highest share of student debt at 45% and a medium amount of $28,000. 27% of the younger millennials said saving for a down payment was the most challenging step in the home buying process. Nearly one in three received a down payment help in the form of a gift or a loan from a friend or a relative. One quarter lived with their friends and family to save on rental costs. And the Gen Z group, the leading edge of which is just 22, are jumping into home, show, rel- home ownership at a relatively early age. That's a good sign. That's a they great up, sign. They made up 2% of both buyers and sellers. Young millennials use tech more than any other group. 65% found the home they ultimately purchased online, but 92% used an agent for the purchase, as did 80%, 87% of all buyers. Buyers from all generations agreed on the top reason for using an agent. They wanted to help finding the right home to purchase, negotiating the terms of the sale, and negotiating the price. The silent generations, those between 76 and 96, as well as younger millennials, were also most likely to use an agent to help with the paperwork. 
Some young adults have used the pandemic to their financial pandemic i hate that word man to their financial advantage <laughs> by paying down debt cutting costs of rent moving in with family and while all the younger buyers are using these text tools they also use a real real estate agent at higher rates than all other buyers so there's some interesting numbers there tell us about the rates the rates are very interesting as well your 30-year fixed on a conventional 4.75 your 15 year is at four percent your 30-year FHA is at 4.5%. They are going up. Um, time is money. So the longer you wait, the more it's going to cost. No doubt about it. So let's get moving. That's right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHC, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. So I got one for you. So this very successful real estate broker had a meeting with his new son-in-law. And this this broker says, I love my daughter, and now I welcome you into the family. And to show you how much we care for you, I'm making you a 50-50 partner in my real estate office. All you have to do is go to the office every day and learn the business. And the son-in-law interrupts, and he goes, I hate offices, and I can't stand real estate agents. And the father looks as I see. Well, then you'll work in the office and take care of all the paperwork. He goes, I hate paperwork. I can't stand being stuck behind a desk all day. And the father-in-law says, wait a minute, because I just made you half owner of my real estate office, but you don't like the office. You don't like agents. You don't want to work in an office. What am I going to do with you? He goes, easy. Buy me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That was a good one. Yeah, you don't ask the answer. That's not. right. If you have a funny story, you can send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266. 5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And our topic is your mortgage options during a divorce. I know. Divorce is never easy. Sometimes it's even painful, complicated, and something that most people don't even want to go through. But recently we've had some situations So I felt it was in the best interest of our audience to basically go over some of the highlight on the details as to really what takes place. So whether you're legally separated, getting divorced or already divorced, you need, you may need to remove your ex from your mortgage and assume the loan on your own. And you may be wondering exactly what your options are. Often in a divorce, Mark, the spouses, they either agree to sell their home or they refinance so that they can take the other spouse out and only one person is on it. Right. If one spouse is going to stay in the home and not sell it, you will have to agree to what will happen with the mortgage. The divorce agreement should spell out who is responsible for paying the mortgage. So perhaps you want to make sure that your ex is no longer financially responsible for repaying the loan. If you have both agreed that you're going to keep the house or You might want to make sure that your ex won't get any of the proceeds if you sell the property 
or basically inherit it if you die. No matter why you're removing your spouse from your mortgage, you will have to follow certain steps. And these are really important. And these are intended to protect you, your ex-spouse, and the mortgage lender. So some shared questions that come up regarding the mortgage in a divorce, beginning with, can I remove my ex's name from the home in the mortgage? So first you need to understand that removing a spouse from the home, aka title transfer, and removing them from the mortgage, aka refinance, are two completely separate tasks. Now, because yeah. a lot of people look at title and the mortgage as being one in the same, and they're not. So you can remove your ex name from the title, right? So you can do that. Yes. In fact, in instances where one spouse has agreed to take over over the house as part of the divorce settlement, it might be yes. wise to have the former spouse's name removed as quickly as possible so they legally won't get any of the proceeds if you sell the property or it's inherited if you pass away. So removing one party from the title does not, however, remove them from the mortgage lien. So just because you took somebody off the title doesn't mean that they're still not responsible for the debt, okay? And assuming that the loan is in both your names. Right. These could be really messy. The title transfer is accomplished through a simple grant deed or interspousal deed. So the same cannot be said for the mortgage, which requires one spouse to qualify for a new mortgage on their own, right? So if we're taking that other spouse off, the person that's going to be living in the house, their debt to income, their credit, they have to qualify on their own. So taking off, taking your spouse off your mortgage, um, you will most likely not be excited about this news because there's only one way to have your spouse's name removed, and that's to apply for a loan to refinance the mortgage only into your name. And the reason that has to be done is because your existing mortgage was approved in both your names, okay, given the lender two sources of repayment. Although you and your ex, you know, maybe you decide yourselves that only one person who is getting the house will be responsible for paying the mortgage, that agreement doesn't affect the lender. So in other words, the mortgage lender can still come after your ex or you if the ex is getting the house. So if the payments are made, they could come after both of you unless you refinance into your name alone. I ran into a few of them where these this is like a kind of amicable agreement until it's not. And there's not there's just uh, there's not two crazy lawyers right. and a judge involved. Where I've ran into a few of these in my career where the they agreed the one would take over and they did all that and then the one didn't pay the mortgage anyway. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Well, I thought they were making the payment all the time. Yeah. Especially when you go to purchase a new house or try to refinance and you find out that those payments have to be done. So you'd have to complete a whole new mortgage application again and qualify on your own. And you'll have to prove that you'll be able to make the payments on your own. So the lender is going to look at your income, your assets, your debts, and also your credit score as they normally would. So if your credit and financials aren't strong enough on your own to qualify, then you're going to have to produce other options such as maybe bringing more money to the table um, or asking someone to co-sign for you. For you. Yep. Or else you're selling this property. Exactly. And moving, on, and moving on. Exactly. So the other option is just a remove from title. 
And that's typically done through a quick claim deed um, or an interspousal transfer, meaning that the ex gives up his or her rights to the property and then the deed is filed with the county clerks. So again, there's a lot of questions that come up. The key is you have to have a property settlement agreement before you can close on any of these. So if you're going through a divorce, you absolutely have to have the settlement agreement. And if that other person is due money, that has to be in there as well. All right. Yeah, that that's all sounds great. But then you get two crazy lawyers involved. And then next thing you know, you're a judge and it turns into a war. That's if you got well, to. I've done a why, few of them where the couples agreed and everything worked out. I've done a lot. I've been involved, in, the, yeah, I've been involved a in a lot of them. And they started out friendly. And then somebody lawyered up and then all hell broke loose. Yeah. Well, I've recently become a certified divorce uh, specialist in the mortgage <laughs> world. So, you know, working directly with the attorney to make sure, you know, what the value of the house is, to make sure all the financials are in play before any of this even goes into the Does divorce. Pete know about this? Are you plotting? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. All, all right, let's get into one. our questions because we're running out of time. The first one is, how can I find out how much my house is worth? There are no comparable homes in my area. Unless they got the white elephant like I got, the convent, you know, I would talk to a real estate agent, have a meeting with them, let them do the search. You can go three miles. Legally, you can go three miles out. That's appraisal law. You can go three miles out, and that's a long way. So usually you can find something in there. If there's no comparables, then they got to use some formulas and figure out what it'll be worth. Like I have that situation all the time because of the comment, but it's like, uh, you got to talk to a professional. There's no other solution to that. You're not going to find that on Zillow. So if you got a, uh, something that's completely unique, was a farmhouse, now it's a house and there's nothing else like that. And uh, you're going to need some professional help. Hire an appraiser. That'd be right. You know, what's the next one? The next question is where can I get information about the asking prices of properties that have sold during the last six months. Same scenario here. Yeah, I mean, exactly. the only people that have really good information are real estate agents that have access to the multiple listing service. You can't look at Zillow and all those things, and they're not always accurate. And they don't usually talk about solds. They're all talking about what's active. So to see what really sold, you're going to have to have somebody go into the MOS and do a search. What's next? The next question is, how do you know whether the price of a home per square foot is reasonable or you're about to make a bad decision? This has to do, probably do with new construction because they're, they're the only people that talk about house per square foot. Otherwise, they compare squ total square footage, bathrooms, bedrooms, all that. Uh, when you're talking about building a house per square foot, it's usually new construction. So that's way up right now because of the cost of materials. So exactly. So like, I, I don't know how I can answer that on without taking a lot of time, but you know, you talk to a real estate agent and ask them what they're going new square foot per in new construction, what it's going for right now per square foot. I'm not, I don't even know. I don't know. Wow. They stumped you. Yeah. Okay. Next one is, um, my house recently went into escrow that was supposed to last 60 days. One week before closing, we were notified by the real estate agent that the house did not appraise. Now what? And there's a bunch of them going on. These are the people that are going in 50000 over full price. And then, 
you know, the appraiser could get only come up 20 and now there's only two choices. Either the buyer comes up with more money or the seller realizes that's what their house is worth and comes down. That's the only options that there are. And, and then you're splitting the baby. Yeah, you're splitting the baby. What's the last one? The last question is, we were set to close and the seller now wants to set up a new closing date. Can I get them to come down off the price of the house and anything else that you could think of that would help me? Well, everything's negotiable. Everything so, is negotiable. So if the seller wants to move the date out for some reason, maybe their house ain't ready or whatever, you know, you can always ask for to make up your side of it and make it easy. Inconvenience. Yeah, your inconvenience, whatever. Everything's negotiable. You, you talk to your agent, you put an addendum in. I want you to knock 10000 off the price because you're making me wait six months. And, right. you know, let's, let's see what happens. If you don't ask. The answer is no. That is correct. That's right. All right. So, Mark, we are coming up to our guest segment. And today we have Chris Sample. He is the president of the Philadelphia Metropolitan Realtors. And it's Realtors Week. And he is here to tell us exactly what that means. So we're excited to have him come on next. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. Welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So we're at the end. We are up to our guest segment, and we are honored to have Chris Sample here. Today, he is president of the Philadelphia Metropolitan Realtors, and he's going to talk to us about Realtors Week. Very good. How are you, Chris? Hey. Hey, I'm good. Welcome back. Good, Welcome good, back. Good, good. Yeah, good day. Good day, Mark and Deanne. It's good to see you both and good to talk to you both about Realtors Week and all the wonderful things that we're doing in April. Explain to the audience what Realtors Week is. Okay, so the Philadelphia Metropolitan Board of Realtors is the largest African-American trade organization in the region for real estate professionals. Realtors came from the fact that in, 19, in the 1940s, we weren't allowed to be realtors, so we created our own name, Realtis, and we created our organization. Of course, now we're part of the National Association of Realtors, so we're Realtor slash Realtis. And so it's a great group, and we do a lot of you know, community service, a lot of workshops, um, a lot of um, consumer workshops and things like that on all things real estate in the region. That's interesting. Um, and... How many members do you have? It's about less than 200 right now. Um, but we have, you know, a considerable mailing list. We're trying to build it up and get people involved because it is a fee. And, of course, you know, all real estate agents have the fee for NAR and GPAR. And so our fee is additional fee. So sometimes we run into a little bit of a problem there just getting people to join, you know, those membership fees. You know how those boards are. They can be expensive, yeah. especially if you're not selling anything, you know. So, yep. you yeah, know. <laughs> so what what are you guys so, working on right now? So we've got Realtors Week coming up. Um, it's April the third through April the 9th. and we've got a couple of really, really, really good workshops. One is uh, we're doing a whole lot of focus on Chester, PA. 
Philadelphia, um, uh, there are a lot of folks from Philadelphia who are selling in Chester and a lot of dynamic um, revitalization going on in Chester. They just built a new charter school and a few other um, programs that are happening in Chester. So we're going to have a conversation with Peter Reichert on Tuesday. It's a lunch and learn from 12 to 1.30. And so that's really going to be interesting because we're going to learn a lot about Chester and all the things that are happening with Chester. So that's going to be on April the 5th. And it's going to be a great opportunity to to learn what's happening there, what opportunities real estate professionals can play in that revitalization. And also, too, it's good to know that market because when you know what's happening there economically, you can kind of do your own analysis with regards to what's going to drive home sales for sellers and both buyers. So it gives you an opportunity to do a lot with regards to that. And the Chester market, I've been watching that for years. Yeah. And it's all, I always thought it was an opportunity. It's near the river. There's lots of, the one thing I never understood what they did down there. They put that prison right behind that beautiful soccer stadium. (laughs) They always seem like they put prisons on like prime ground. I know. know, I know. The Delaware River, they were talking about putting another prison up on State Road. River, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They should be behind the oil refineries. And that Subaru, <laughs> that Subaru soccer stadium is beautiful, man. It's gorgeous. And it has driven a lot of revitalization with regards to, uh, you know, businesses there, restaurants, and the home buying situation. So it really is pretty, pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, the Philadelphia Union is, are they a player? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Know, so it really that's is That's a great team. And, and you're drawing all them people that them get that stadium all the time now. Yep, that traffic. And, and they start it. they start seeing houses going up and improvements. Things yep. will happen. The affordable developments. And then on Friday, um, we're doing a conversation, another lunch and learn on Friday, April the eighth, with Angel Rodriguez here in the city of Philadelphia from the Philadelphia Land Bank. So we have a number of RFPs that are going out for affordable housing. And one of the things that they're trying to do is drive a lot of agents to these affordable housing proposals. So what normally happens is you've got developers who normally will sell their own stuff. So if they're developing a hundred some odd units, they'll cut a deal with one agency and, and give all that business. Well, the city is trying to help break that up with multiple agencies um, participating in that. So um, we're going to have a major conversation about that. They have a minority developers program that's going to be happening. And they're also going to talk about also how real estate professionals can really get involved uh, with regards to all the vacant opportunities. Because now, you know, as, as both of you know, there's very little inventory. You None. know, there's very little inventory. <laughs> really? And people, <laughs> and people are paying <laughs> cash for this stuff. It's, it's crazy, right? And so yeah. now people are talking about um, building. And how do you fill a hole? You know, you see these little vacant lots in between like laying um, two houses. Well, people are now discussing how do we get involved with that and um, and become builders and the like. So it is really, really going to be interesting. And that's Friday, April the 8th, again, 12 to 1.30. All of it's on Zoom. So you can go to Philly. That's P-H-I-L-L-Y-M-B-R dot org. Click on events. And uh, go under Realtor Suite 2022, and you'll get all the information that we have on the week that's coming up. And for Saturday, we're going to wrap it up. And I think this is really going to be 
um, very important to you, Deanne, because we're going to be talking about wills and estates and how they are involved in real estate transactions. Pew did a study that in this region, there's $1.3 billion tied up in um, folks not settling their estates. And so what happens is you can't sell. You can't refinance because you haven't settled the estate of your parents. You've been living in your mom's home or your dad's home or your aunt's home. And you haven't settled the estate. And so without doing that, you can't sell. You can't refinance. You can't do any of the wonderful things that real estate allows you to do. So it's called financial literacy. And it's with Olivia Stoner, which is an estate um, attorney. And she's going to talk about, you know, how you deal with tangled titles is what we call it. So I think that's really going to be impactful. And it's for all of those who are in these tangled title situations and you have not settled your family's business. So I think it's going to be a great opportunity to participate. And it's like 88 percent of the country does not have a will. That's like yep. me and Deanne belong to Legal Shield. First thing they send you for nineteen dollars a month is a will. Yep. It's not will. nineteen dollars anymore. Oh, it's it's, it's it? gone up since you've uh, since you've joined, but it's still less than thirty dollars a month. You can get your will. You can get your will updated. You know, it's it's priceless. Yeah, yeah. I'm also a member of Legal Shield, and um, they did a couple of things for me already. Um, will and a few other things which have been invaluable for me, which I would have paid thousands of dollars for. No doubt. So that, right. you know, $30 a month or whatever I'm, I, I'm paying, which just comes off my credit card, was so valuable for me. Uh, the attorney working with me. But I think what happens, um, uh, uh, Mark and Dan, people think about death and they say, right. oh, my God, like, I don't want to I don't want to discuss death, you know. Right. And it's inevitable. So you've got to you've got to sell your estates and you've got to make sure all of that stuff is in writing so that you don't allow the state to take over when you when you leave this great earth. Yeah. And you don't want some stranger in the, in the middle of your family business. And that's what that's what happens. Plus, you can yep. stop a lot of family wars by having it all yep. spelled out. Yeah. And that's why we yep. talked about, Chris, you and I talked about, you know, maybe let's not call it a will. It's the last love letter that you're going to leave to your to your loved ones. So God, let's I write a letter that. together for $30 a month and you get to change it. Right. Yep. I love that. I think that is so great. It is all about the narrative and how you say it. Right. Because when you say wills, man, people's eyes and they get emotional and they, they start to trip on you and you just want to basically make sure that they're taken care of. But that's right. going to be on um, Saturday and I think it's going to be a great opportunity. So again, go to Philly MBR dot org and you can learn all about these great opportunities for the week. Everything is free. That's you awesome, should, uh, Chris. You should send me something on that, and I'll have my guy send out something to you for, about your group to Great. all my previous students. Like, there's about 8,000 of them. I love uh, it. That, you know, about joining your group. I would love it. Deanne has the, um, the uh, flyers, and I'll definitely make sure that she gets more information to send out about the group. That, that's Did fun. you send them to me? I have them. Yeah, you have the flyers, the three flyers Perfect. for the three events. And then I'll send you the brochure on the organization. Yeah. It's a great organization. And my website's awesome. the PhiladelphiaRealEstateClasses.com. So you can just look Got at it. That. All right. Well, tell us how, tell people how to get a hold of you. Give us a phone number. Okay. So, again, you can go to Philly, E-H-I-L-L-Y-M-B-R.org, and click on events or join. Um, you'll see a letter from me. Um, I'm also an associate broker, Able Real Estate, and I can be reached at 215-919-9567. I'm always available to talk about real estate all day. 
Great. Thank you, Chris. Thank you all. It's great. Great to see you all again. All right. Sounds great. Thank you. you. All right. And coming up next is going to be our topic of the day, a stress-free buying experience. All right. Very good. So that was very informative. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Hi, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD Positive. All the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is a stress-free buying experience. Yeah, and buying can be a little stressful. Life has enough stress. Let's keep your next home buying experience calm, cool, collected. Easier said than done, you know, due to like what Dr. A talks about, the personalities, the S's and the C's, like can overthink things. Follow these simple steps. You could be sitting in your new dream home before you even know it. If you can find one in this market, but you are. Because they are selling, and more houses are selling this year than last year. So it's like that whole myth out there that nothing's selling. They're all cash deals. They're not all cash deals. 80, 88% are still financed. So first, the first thing you got to do is work with a real estate agent that you trust. You need to have faith in their abilities, their experience, even if they're relatively new. If they have a good broker, real estate agents are not supposed to know everything about real estate. That's not their job. Their job is to get you the correct answer. That's their job. So if they're relatively new and they're and they're diligent, you're fine. It just because they haven't been in the business for 20 years, that doesn't mean a lot. So their job is not to know everything because nobody knows everything about real estate. It's to get your answer. So if you know that, you'll be fine. Home buying is about decisions. There are large ones like which home's right for you, there are small ones, which home inspector to hire. The way to keep the stress is to make informed decisions and let it go. Don't beat yourself over what you could have been or should have done. You know, hindsight's always 20-20. There is no perfect house or deal. And if you think there is, you're going to have serious problems and you're going to be very stressed. There will be things that don't go as planned. You know, it's life. Life in the big city, as my mom used to say. Now is the time to focus on good things, about the move, about the deal. Don't get bogged down on the negatives. Buy a house that you love. That makes good financial sense. Along the same line, remember the phrase, too many cooks in the kitchen. So, you know, you got old Uncle Harry and all these people on the sidelines giving advice. Be careful to who you listen to. Listen to the professionals. Don't ask for too many opinions. Be careful about the advice in moderation. You know, that's a Uncle Harry, you know, you got a lawyer? You got to put 20% down. Yeah. And finally, plan ahead. If you have a plan... Like you hook up with the end and you talk about all your financial stuff first and you get all that out of the way. And then you figure out how much you want to spend a month before you even go looking. Now you're like way ahead of the game. It's temp- tempting to, you know, worry about everything tomorrow. And time is of the essence when you're buying. Deals can move quickly between hiring inspectors, getting appraisals, going on showings, hiring movers. You don't want to get weighed down with everything at once. So if you have a plan... You're going to kind of know how the process is going to work. Buying a home is a big responsibility. It takes time. It takes money. But the end result, 
when them keys slide across the table <laughs> and and the owner gets them new keys, they forget about Everything. all that stuff we just talked about. Yeah. Like they take that they they got that key and that's why next time they buy you got to reteach them because they don't remember any of it. Right. They remember buying a house, it's uh, getting the keys at settlement. Even when so you refinance somebody, they say, I didn't have to do that before. Why do I have to give all this information? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that has to be done. So you take a deep breath, you have a plan, and don't be too hard on yourself. In fact, you're doing something that is going to be very enjoyable for you. You're going to end up with a new home. So, you know, enjoy the ride. You know, like... Dr. A with his four personality types, you know, I didn't deals with two high C's that man, it was for them to make a decision. It was like, they can't, they, they can't make a they, decision. And then, oh, then you got to help push them. Over, a good professional realtor will help them make that decision. Right. And then once they make the decision, the, all the pressure's off and they're happy as hell, yep. but it's making that decision, pulling the trigger. So, you know, the biggest thing is have a plan. Get a plan. Get totally pre-approved. Find out where you're finan where financially where you stand. Then hire a really good agent and take good advice from professionals, not Uncle Harry. And not Google. <laughs> yeah, and not, not Google. Google. And the best thing you want to also do is work with a local lender. Because when you put that pre-approval in, people, the, the real estate agents know like with Green Tree, we've been in business so long and we're a local lender. People know who we are. They know that we've done our due diligence and that offer gets accepted over someone else. Not going to yeah, mention plus, any names. Plus, but. like you go searching online for shopping on teaser rates. Right. And you end up talking to some guy in California and you got a settlement at, at nine o'clock in the morning. He's still in bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, you got to be careful. Connections. You want to hire somebody through your network, not some stranger. Right. You know? Now, so, that was some good information, Mark. That was great. So don't get too stressed out. A, a year from now, you won't we remember, say, right? What were you stressed about one year ago today? Yep. You won't even remember. That's right. So relax. All right, Mark. So we are up to our business segment with asking Dr. A. As always, Dr. A, welcome. Dr. Abelson, how are you? I'm doing fine for all of you, for both of you. How are you guys doing? <laughs> we're good. Doing so good. I, I mean, you were talking and we've been last few shows, we've been talking about motivating without money because right. money's not the big thing. And then we both saw this article about CEOs all over the country having problems uh, hiring and they're offering bonuses and they're offering all the different stuff, but they're not offering the one thing that's motivating these people to join the company exactly what you've been talking about exactly it's it's it, it's amazing because you can get you can get paid anywhere but the real issue is do you fit into the culture and are they going to make you feel good and are you going to be satisfied and that's with i don't care what your age group is everybody wants to feel appreciated so uh so they're they're most of these large corporations are flush with cash right now, so they're giving all these types of offers, but then another offer comes up, and so it's, it's not the money. So what people need to do is they need to figure out what is motivational for the person. Obviously, one of the ways is to take our assessment, but another way is to just uh, figure out whether they're driven because they want to be in control or they like when other people 
give them structure or do they want, are they selfless or are they the you know, Mother Teresa like and they want to give to other people, you know, or, or are they very, very efficient uh, or do they just want to learn and they're like a sponge? I mean, what, what really motivates them in addition to money, right? Yes, money's important, but it's not the end all. And I, ironically, it's the one thing that everybody can give you. So how do you differentiate yourself? You differentiate it by giving them something that others won't give them that are important to them. What's that? And that, that, and that group, and in our article, they did not talk about that. They talked about all kinds of money incentives. Everything had to do with money. It was everything you were talking. You should reach out to that whole group, and they should all <laughs> hire you, and then they could figure out how to hire people and make them happy and not have turnover. Well, that, and they're going to save a pile of dough which is going to go to the bottom line, which is just as important, you know, to make right. their stock, stockholders, if they're, if they're a public company, happy, uh, because there's going to be that much more resources to do other stuff with in addition to, to that. So it, 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 it really is incredible. Yes, they talk about bonuses. They talk about uh, raises. They talk about compensation. You know, they talk about fringe benefits. I mean, you get that anywhere. So that's right. what are you going to do for me that, that that's really important to me that's going to be different from what I can get anywhere else? Yeah, and what if you give somebody a four or $5,000 signing bonus so, and they and they end up working you for you for four months? What do you do then? A lot of those, Mark, state that you have to be there for six months, I guess, right, to to be able to receive that bonus. I mean, right. That, yeah, that does with, nothing. But there's I mean, also going to be something. There's, there's also going to be something in... Well, I remember on the East Coast, not far from you guys, there's a well-known real estate company. All right. It seems like we lost the connection with Dr. Ray, but we we were talking during the week about this whole thing, and it was a giant article. Google it. CEOs trying to hire people in the country. And they talked about all giving people bonuses and this and that and this, but they never talked about the cultural stuff and, and the options like like that we talked about last week's show, 4.2 million people quit their job in January because they're shopping. They're looking for better opportunities. Some of them now want to work from home. They don't want to go to the office all the time. Uh, you know, they don't want to pay for parking. They don't want to do all that. So motivating without, without money is like really important in this hiring market. Plus, if you use the Ableson tools, the disc, you don't make hiring mistakes. They don't have turnover. Right. The average uh, for an administrative assistant, if a bad hire costs you three times the salary, a bad hire at the CEO level costs you 10 times the salary. So it's a very important topic, what he's talking about, motivating with money. It is. And you we'll, know we'll, what? We'll, we'll get we'll him continue to continue it next week. Right. Exactly. All right. So if you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at six at 267 266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. I want to say hi to Tom Supers. Thanks for being a listen, a listener. All right, very good. And a special thanks to all of our listeners and our sponsors. And in fact, I am looking for two more sponsors to join our team. And you can listen to this show every Saturday at one o'clock on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. With that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive. All positive. All, all the, the time. time. That was <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded.